Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thank you so much for spending some of your very precious time with me. I take it really seriously. I know that in your in your downtime or if you're on a walk or you're washing dishes or maybe I'm, I'm with you in the shower right now, which is super weird now that I've said that verbally. I'm wishing I could take it back, but you know what I mean. I know you could be listening to a lot of things. I know that there are a million books and podcasts that you could opt to listen to, and I'm excited to to share with you today. I had sort of a an aha moment a few weeks back, and I've been really looking forward to recording this episode and sharing it with you. So thanks for being here for it. Let me give you the backstory of kind of what led to this aha moment. One of my friends who is a business owner who works with clients in a way similar than I do. She's actually also a podcaster. She reached out to me and she said, do people ever come to you and ask for a refund? She said, I've I've had two people reach out in the last week asking for refunds. And like, we've never had that before. Does that happen? How do you handle it? What's your policy? And I sent her a voice message back and I said, 100% of the time, When people come to me and they want a refund, what they really want is reassurance. 100% of the time, people spend money and if they get to the point where they're like, oh gosh, what did I get myself into? You know what? Not This isn't the right time. This isn't the right program. 100% of the time, there is a fear or a doubt in play that I think is an incredible opportunity for that person. So I actually don't dislike it when somebody comes to me and says, you know what, I think I made a mistake. I'd like my money back. And it doesn't happen often, but I was sharing with my friend who asked me, I see it as an incredible opportunity for a big breakthrough for that person. Because if we had full faith in ourselves Or if we had full faith in whatever we purchased, then we wouldn't wouldn't want our money back, right? If we knew that it was going to be worth it, if we knew that it was going to be effective, if we knew that we were going to stick with it, then we would never be like, you know what, actually on second thought, I think I made a mistake. Can I have my money back? What people need is reassurance. And sometimes it's a lack of faith in themselves. Sometimes it's a lack of faith in the program. Sometimes it's both, but all of them can be worked on. And and I've seen this not just with my clients, I've seen this with myself. Every single time, literally every single time that I have joined 
joined a mastermind, or hired a coach, there has been a moment, even if I haven't verbalized it, there has been a moment where I've thought, on second thought, maybe I shouldn't have done this. It's not working, or I'm not working, or I need something different. So I always encourage my clients to not shy away from those tough moments. Don't get me wrong. It's uncomfortable to be like, did I make a mistake? It's super uncomfortable to say, I don't know that I trust myself enough to take advantage of this opportunity. We don't want to run from that. I for sure do not want to ever let a client run from this opportunity to face the fact that they need reassurance or that they need to build trust in themselves or that they need to create more trust in whatever it is that they're doing. So the first thing I want to say to you, if you've ever thought that, I don't know if this is right for me, give your doubt a voice. Explore it. Because sometimes you're doing something that is not good for you, right? Let's say I'm just going to use an example that's happened to me in my life, that you opt in for some super rigid, extreme diet, and after a week, you realize you're miserable. In that situation, giving your voice, giving your doubt a voice allows you to see, is this the same old, same old fear of missing out, excuses, exceptions, or is this a realization that this isn't healthy. This isn't sustainable. I don't like it. It was impulsive. It was a desire for fast results. This isn't something that I'm going to stick with for the rest of my life. I don't feel healthy doing this. I don't want to give the impression that we shouldn't ever course correct or adjust. We absolutely should. So I want to put that out there for everybody who, who, who might misunderstand. But when we say yes to something that we've really considered that we think is a great tool for growth, and then we have that buyer's remorse feeling, oftentimes it comes from doubt. And if we lean into that and we're able to say, what is it that I'm doubting? If somebody says to me, and sometimes I have to pull it out of them, but not always, I don't trust that I'm going to do the work. Now we have something that we can work on together. Okay, what do you trust? And what is this work? Let's define this work that you're, that you're second guessing your ability to stick with. What is that work? And maybe it's five things. And so I'll say, okay, which of these five is the most important one? And we'll, we'll collaborate and we'll come up with that. And I'll say, can you do it just for today? Oh, yeah, yeah, I can do that. Okay, that is all we need to start with. Sometimes we throw out an entire opportunity that could transform every aspect of our lives because... We didn't simplify. We didn't focus on today. We didn't define what success looks like. And we got overwhelmed. We got sidetracked by doubt. And we missed out on an opportunity. I've straight up done that before. I've just let that initial feeling of I don't trust myself turn into a no, turn into a closed door, turn into giving up. Doubt is a powerful compass that can point us at something that really matters. Because when we have this doubt, this fear of failure, what it also tells us is, hey, this is something that's important to me. It is so important that I'm afraid I'll fail. It is so important 
that I'm questioning if I can do it or not. So I need to take some time to build my confidence and set myself up for succeed. to succeed. Give your doubt a voice. If people are working with me, I want them to give that doubt a voice with me to me, whether that's in our Facebook group or it's on a coaching call or it's over email. Verbalize it. That's where we start. That's where it tells us where we have work to do. Give your doubt a voice. Give your doubt a voice. Ask yourself, what else is true? Because I believe very much that it is true that you doubt yourself or that you doubt the program. Totally fair. But what else? What else is true? Maybe it's true that just because you haven't been consistent before doesn't mean that you can't be consistent now. And in fact, how you handle this moment of doubt might be a big part of your process of change. Because in the past, when you've experienced doubt or you felt overwhelmed or stressed out, you turned away. But this time, you gave it a voice. This time, you asked yourself what else was true. This time, you did not run away from that. I've shared this before, that one of the things that I use as a tool in business, I, I use it a tool ev- as a tool everywhere, but it comes up a lot in business, especially when I'm coaching people on the team. And when, when Susie, who's our COO, came on board, we use this a lot. What would it take for us to feel confident in this thing? Too many of us are stopping when it starts to get harder, it starts to get scarier, we start to doubt ourselves. I want you to see doubt like we talk about seeing fear, and that is as a doorway. When you recognize that you doubt something, your ability to do something, whether or not something will work, see it as a doorway. You can either stand on the other side of the doorway and go, yeah, I don't, I, I just don't doubt. I, I just don't trust myself. I doubt that I would be able to do that or I doubt that that would work for me. Or you can see doubt as a doorway that you must walk through to get to the other side to see what is there. And that was very true for me when I first started thinking about CrossFit. I liked the idea of it. It looked cool. I thought that I would much prefer doing things with weightlifting than, you know, going to a spin class or running on a treadmill. But more than anything, I loved the idea of the community aspect of it because that's just something that has become increasingly important to me in my life. However, doubt, doubt was there in a big way. I'm not fit enough. I'm not strong enough. What if everybody makes fun of me because they're all these super fit people? And at that time, I was, I probably lost maybe 20 or 30 pounds, but I was still in the 300 range, so very overweight. I'm only 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five. and that doubt could have stopped me. I'm not fit enough. I won't be able to keep up. I'm going to look stupid. But if we see doubt as a doorway that we walk through, that we get to explore, then we open ourselves up to so many other options. I don't want people standing on the side of doubt, on the side of fear. I want you to take step forward and see what else is there. A lot of times what drives doubt is what if thinking. And this is especially true when people come to me and they express what maybe they don't experience as doubt, but like, uh, I'm kind of panicking. I don't think this is going to work for me. I don't trust myself. I quit things when I get started and I, I just, I'm already behind or whatever it is. That comes from what if I fail? What if this doesn't work? 
and I've shared with you guys before, one of the one of the things that I've learned from my husband, Chris, is a lesson that he learned when he was in the military. And he said, the first thing that we learned at basic training is don't kill yourself with what ifs. And because I've shared this so many times, I'm going to go through it kind of quickly. But essentially, Chris and I are having this conversation as we're, we're sitting in our living room. And he says, uh, what if there's a fire in the house? Which door are you going to go out? And I point back towards the kitchen and I say, that one. And he says, you can't. It's blocked. Now what? And I was like, okay, then I'd go out the front door. You can't, it's on fire. Okay, then I would kick out a window. And he said, which window? And I said, this one. And he said, well, what if that one is blocked? And I said, then the one's in the other room. And I'm kind of pointing to him. And he said, you can't, they're, they're totally blocked. And I, at that point, I'm exasperated. And I was like, well, then I'm just going to die. And he looked at me and said, congratulations, you just killed yourself with what ifs. Don't do that. And I thought it was really, really helpful and really powerful. What has been even more helpful and even more powerful is the fact that what if works both ways? What if works both ways? What if it doesn't work? Is as powerful as what if it does? And the challenge is that we are putting our energy and our faith and our fear behind the wrong what if. What if I quit? What if I drift? What if it doesn't work? What if it does? And I had such a breakthrough probably about a year and a half ago now, when my friend Brooke came to me about, of all things, a network marketing opportunity. And my first and strongest thoughts were around doubt. Won't work for me. I don't want to do that. I'm not that kind of person. Like, I'm not going to be able to be successful for that. Tons of doubt. Tons of doubt. And I realized that I was only exploring one half of the equation. What if it doesn't work? What if it's a waste of time? What if the products are garbage? This, that, and the other thing. And I told myself in that moment, if I'm going to entertain all the reasons that this won't work, I owe it to myself to entertain all of the reasons that it will work. And so I said, okay, I've got like seven reasons that I think this is a bad idea. And I've, I've given this much time to, to coming up with those seven reasons that led me to a no. I owe it to myself, even if it doesn't change my decision, but to be a better thinker and to improve my mindset, something I'm always trying to do, I owe it to myself to explore the other side of this. What if the products are amazing? What if this ends up being an incredible income stream? What if I end up connecting with people who open all sorts of other doors? And so I was like, I have some more conversations that I need to have to explore this. And sure enough, it turned out to be an incredible opportunity in my life. So I've had these, these few different pieces going on in my mind. Number one, the fact that when people experience doubt, they need to give it a voice and what they need is reassurance. And I've had all these conversations talking through building confidence and building reassurance with my clients, right? Then I've got this message in my head where Chris says, we don't kill ourselves with what if. That's not what we're going to do. Then I've got this, this voice in my head that's very clearly telling me, what if works both ways, and we have to be willing to explore both sides. So when clients come to me and they say, you know, I've been super inconsistent. Okay, well, 
What if you're inconsistent here? What if this is the time you are consistent? What if this is the time that everything changes? What if this is the different thing that cracks everything wide open for you? Meanwhile, as all of this is happening, and, and I'm a, an avid note taker, I'm always making notes to myself about the tools that I'm using with my clients, about the tools that I'm using with myself. I'm always circling back on conversations I've had with clients. And I keep repeatedly having this conversation with Susie and the team. What is it going to take for us to be confident in this? Inevitably, We've got a million things going on in the business, and and when we set goals, they can sometimes feel like a pipe dream. And from there, we'll go to what is it going to take for us to feel more confident in this? And I started using that tool with my clients. So if you are facing doubt, I don't know if this is going to work for me. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if this is the right approach. I want you to ask yourself, Part of giving doubt a voice is saying, what would it take for you to have more confidence in your ability to succeed? What would it take for you to have more confidence in your ability to change your behavior? And look, you can't just hear me say that and think kind of quickly about your response and think that you've done the work. You haven't. I want you to write down some of your doubts. I want you to give them a voice. I doubt what? Write it out. Give it a voice. Explore it. And then I want you to say to yourself, if what if works both ways, what are both sides of the what if here? What if I fail? What if I don't? What if I'm inconsistent? What if I am consistent? And the more specific you can be, the better off. I always say specificity is a superpower. Then I want you to ask and answer, what will it take for me to have confidence in this outcome, in this process, in this change, whatever it is that you're doubting? What would it look like if it was easy? What would it look like if it was easy? I ask myself that question all the time. If something feels hard or feels weird, feels uncertain, feels like a pipe dream. It would be easy if. Fill in the answer to that. This would be easy if. Or if you're like, it's never going to be easy. Okay. It would be easier if what? It would be easier if what? So I'm putting all of these ideas into kind of one document because there's so many themes that just support each other so wonderfully. And then I was listening to an Elevation Church sermon, um, Pastor Stephen Furtick, and he said, fear is faith in the wrong what if. Fear is faith in the wrong what if. What if it doesn't work? We're putting faith in the wrong side of the equation. Fear is faith in the wrong what if. So what would it take for you to believe a little bit more in the other side of the equation? Whenever we're talking about the 12 weeks to transformation, I know that people have to have a little bit of faith to say yes. Without a doubt, they've got to feel like, you know what, this could work for me. I can do this. 
This is going to be a different thing than what I've tried before. Therefore, it's going to give me a different outcome than I've gotten before. But there's inevitably people who are like, I've tried so many things. I've spent money on so many things. But that fear is faith in the wrong what if. You are putting your faith in the what if it doesn't work out. What if it's a waste of money? Do you realize that all of your results in your entire life will be different when you start putting your faith in the what if that favors you instead of putting all of your belief in your mental and emotional resources in the what if that doesn't favor you? Your life will change dramatically when you start putting your faith in the what if that serves you, in the what if that reflects the outcome that you want. There's a, um, a quote that I saved and I have been writing it in my journal pretty repetitively. It comes from Ed Milet. Ed Milet's a podcaster. He says, stop imagining scenarios that don't favor you. Stop putting your faith in the wrong what if. Stop imagining scenarios that don't favor you. Stop giving your energy and your mental and your emotional resources to all the reasons it might not work because what if goes both ways. And so many of us are only exploring the side that ends in inconsistency, the side that ends in I can't do it, the side that ends in lack of motivation. It's a choice right? What if goes both ways? I don't want you to erase your doubt. I don't want you to avoid your doubt. I want you to lean into it. I want you to give it a voice so that you can begin to see that you've only been looking at one side of the equation, at one potential outcome, but there are so many more. Stop imagining scenarios that don't favor you. What if goes both ways? If you need reassurance, let's create it. What's it going to take for you to be more confident? Can you give more energy to the other side of what if? Don't stand on that close doorway of doubt. Go right through it. Go right through it. There's still a lot of time left in this year. And I know, gosh, people will reach out to me and say, the last two weeks have been a disaster and now I feel like I'm so far behind. Two weeks is nothing. Two weeks is nothing. We've got, I don't know, 15 weeks left in the year. We've got 109 days until 2021 as of when I'm recording this. Do you know how much momentum you can create? Do you know how much you can change your life? but it's going to hinge on you thinking differently. It's going to hinge on not just voicing the what if of fear, the what if of doubt, but realizing that what if goes both ways and you get to decide which one you fuel with your attention, which one you pour into, and which one you starve. That just made me think of the old story that I'm sure many people have heard in one way or another, but, but the, the story goes like this. There's this 
old man who's telling his grandchild about about the two wolves that live inside of you and they're always battling and one wolf is honest and noble and has integrity and and is just, you know, the positive things in life that we want to be and the other wolf, the other wolf is greedy and the other wolf is afraid and the other wolf is angry and the little boy is kind of concerned and he goes, "Well, which one wins?" You know, if these two wolves are fighting each other, which one wins? And the grandfather says, whichever one you feed. Whichever one you feed. Which what if wins? Whichever one you feed. Doubt and fear, are you feeding them? They'll win if you feed them. But you don't have to. Which what if wins? What if it doesn't work? What if it does? The one you feed. And all of this boils down, guys, to what we talk about in the 12 Weeks to Transformation, which is changing the way that you think. When you change the way that you think, you open up all sorts of doors to new opportunity, to new success, to new patterns, to new habit, and you close the doors of doubt. You close the doors of fear. You close the doors of past patterns, but it all hinges on the way that you think. What if works both ways? Choose to tell the story that favors you and refuse to continue telling the story that doesn't. Make it amazing. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. Hey, Houston, Khan's prices are invincible. That means prices have been cut low, as in amazingly low, as in won't be beat. In fact, we're backing it up with our low price guarantee. Invincible prices on appliances, furniture, electronics, mattresses, and more. Not invincible enough for you? How about free next day delivery on appliances, TVs, and mattresses? And payment options for everyone, whether you have good credit or building it. Visit Khan's today and find out what invincible feels like.